Hello and welcome to Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the businesses and organizations in the Elizabethtown area. My name is Denise Grove. I'm the Executive Director of the Chamber of Commerce here in town. Excited to have Zach with me this morning. Hi, Zach. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone? Uh, We're doing well. Excited to be here on a Monday morning. So tell me, what was your first car? First car. Well, that's kind of a catch-22, but anyway, it was a 2011, I think, Dodge Dakota. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. pickup truck. Okay, when you were 16? No, or? so I got that when I was about 18. Okay, yeah. so you drove mom and dad's car before that? Yes, that I drove doing? a <laughs> 2001 uh, GMC, I'm trying to think, it was a full-size truck, 1500, okay. 2500. Okay, yeah. okay. I, my first car was a Ford Escort. And funny thing is, my parents bought it for me uh, to have when I was 16 for high school. What they did not realize is it did not have power steering. Wow. <laughs> so it was it was always like it felt like I was driving like a Mack truck. Like, I don't know <laughs> if you've ever driven a car without power steering, but it is like it's not easy. But I got used to it. I so. have a 1974 GMC pickup truck as well when yeah. I worked for a previous employer. Yeah. 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 A little crazy. A little crazy. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, where do we start? <laughs> How long have you been in E-Town? Uh, I've been in E-Town my whole life. Okay. Uh, born and raised. Uh, went to Elizabethtown Area High School. Okay. Uh, graduated in 2003. So if you guys are dating me, I'm 38 <laughs> years old. So yeah, um, parents were born and raised in Elizabethtown. Dad grew up in Bainbridge. Mom in Elizabethtown. Okay. Uh, I'm married with three kids. Okay. Uh, kids ages are 12, 10, and 4. So that uh, keeps you busy. It does, yes. Along with the business, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of sports or yes. We just finished events, up. We, we just finished up basketball. Wife okay. runs that league. Uh, both my children, ten and and twelve year old, playing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter, that's four, is not interested in sports yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we so you just, have a little reprieve. <laughs> yeah. Now we're trending into baseball. So okay. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting summer. Yeah. Yeah. So Zach is here with us from B and G Lumber. Tell me a little bit about. The your start there. Uh, so my start would probably go back to when I was a contractor, which I opened that business in 2010. Was Carter Carpentry LLC uh, used B and G for many years. Uh, learned to create a relationship with the previous owner, Pete Dimmick. Uh, learned to appreciate the store and what it stands for. And uh, uh, trying to see, Pete and I got together, going through some stuff. Found out that Pete was selling. Told Pete I was interested. Um, about a year and a half after those conversations, I purchased the being, or purchased the store and, uh, that would have been March 2nd and I guess that's 2020. Okay. Oh. So we just came up on three years. Uh, you bought it right. Right as the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> so you opened the door and then probably had to close it for a little it bit. It was about two weeks, maybe a month. It's so hard to to yes. determine what it was then. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, as soon as that happened, the pandemic hit, which was good in some aspects. Uh, we were deemed essential, so we were able okay. to stay open. Okay. And then, um, but having to deal with all the stress as far as products, inventory, prices changing, uh, ever changing. Every time you would go to buy something, you were pretty much paying what you were selling it for. Uh-huh. So if you did the math, you weren't making any oh. money. So oh, luckily no. to still be here. So mm-hmm. thankful we were deemed essential yeah. uh, to be able to stay open yeah so wow so tell me a little bit about the history of b and g so you took over in 2020 but it's been in elizabethtown 
How long? I believe it was 1957. Oh, wow. Okay. So, a long yeah, time. Quite some time. I don't know if I could do that math off the top of my head right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, Pete, the owner from that point? Or? So, no. So, there was a Brubaker. I think it was. I, you got to correct me on this one. I'd have to do some research on it. But anyway, Pete had it in, I think, 91. So, okay. he had it for 29 years previous to me. Okay. Uh, the original owners. Before that, I think it was Pete Brubaker. There was a partners. There was also a construction company that was upstairs on the second floor as well. Uh, they would have had it the time before. Okay. And so the name B&G, uh, is that coming from Brubaker and... You're stumping me something? here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just curious. Just curious. But okay. So yes, you are correct. Okay. It would have been the, I think, Gerber and Brubaker. Uh, okay. The last names, That's I think, kind of correlate to okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's been here uh, as long as I can remember. So I knew it had been here for a long time. Yes. Uh, so tell me a little bit about... So you purchased the business. You got out of construction. What were your objectives when you when you first took it over? I guess the first objectives would be to keep something like that going for what it stands for, mm -hmm. um, for what it is. You see these big box stores. I mean, I guess I could refer back to uh, another company that I used to shop at when I was a contractor in Mannheim. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw those hands change. I saw how things changed. And I didn't really want that for E-Town or this store. Mm -hmm. I wanted to keep something going that just, in our motto, uh, old time values. Okay. Something like that that was established and, and has just been going on for years. I wanted to keep that going. That was the initial when purchasing the mm -hmm. store. Obviously, the pandemic, that changes a lot mm -hmm. of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, your Things that you just value, not necessarily go wayside, but you got to focus on other things. Right. So uh, just keeping it going for what it is. Right, right. So... I, this this is probably a loaded question because the, the answer is probably so, because I, I, I know, because I've been in there. I would ask, what products, services, what do you offer? I know that's vast and I know it's a lot, but if you could sum it up, what all do you offer there? So we are a true value mm -hmm. uh, mom and pop shop, if I had to define us at the beginning. Uh, we offer a range of things, uh, anything from your hardware needs to your paint, your plumbing, electrical, uh, lumber, uh, storm doors decking materials uh, we stock azac timber tank uh, we recently became a gold dealer for that in the last should i say year year and a half which we weren't established before so we are a stocking dealer of those items um repair screen doors re repair screens uh storm windows uh just yeah just a full full stocked hardware lumber yard what do you think is one thing you offer that most don't know about? What would be the one thing you'd want the community to know about? Like, this is why you should be coming here. This is what we got. The reason why people should be coming there is for different reasons. Shopping local, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, going through those motions. Mm -hmm. uh, so We get a lot of asks for, do you cut keys? A lot of people come in and ask, cut keys. Mm -hmm. It's not that big of a margin item. Uh -huh. So I wouldn't necessarily send them just for that. But it uh, propane. Right. Um Cutting keys, we ask that we get that asked a lot. Uh, the decking materials, mm -hmm. since that's new, mm -hmm. uh, that would be a pretty big focus of mine to mm -hmm. get going. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot to be had there as far as helping homeowners. Uh, our customer service in that aspect is great. And, yeah. So, uh, how many employees do you have there? Full-time, we have nine. I don't think that's including myself. Uh, Part-time, we have two extra, so that would probably put us at 12, okay. roughly. 11 to 12, including myself, it would be 12. Awesome, awesome. So what makes your business unique? Our customer service. Customer service. Yes, coming into our store, uh, developing those relationships, mm -hmm. 
knowing people's names when they come in the door, uh, knowing their wives, their kids, mm-hmm. their families, impacting that uh, is very important to me. Mm-hmm. Going through those motions, seeing that stuff is essentially getting back to why I bought the store. Uh, creating those relationships uh, is exciting. It's it's fun uh, sitting here with you. Mm-hmm. You know, never would have thought buying B and G. I'd be sitting here on the mm-hmm. chairs of commerce uh, doing a podcast. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, community and and customer service is it, it's huge. It's huge. It's not it's not just supporting local, but it's having those relationships. And prior to the Chamber of Commerce, many don't know this, but I ha- I worked for construction for a little bit. I, d- I do remember. And, yeah. and I would come into B&G, and um, I knew nothing when I started that job. Uh, if, if Brett would be listening, he'll laugh because he can attest <laughs> to that. Uh, yeah. And so he would ask me to go do something, and I would come in. I'd say, Josiah, please help me. <laughs> and so helpful, mm-hmm. always ready to answer questions help me order the right thing you know doors swing 52 different ways yes <laughs> does it swing this it's way, swing this way. Do, you yeah. this? do you want this do you want this do you want this and so just his patience and mm-hmm. those relationships and be able to walk someone through something and help them is so important so important so how are things changing what are some of your goals for the next couple of years okay you're stumping me again some of the goals i guess for over the uh, obviously improved sales right mm-hmm. that's one of our number one goals um, man, I might have to think on this one a minute. New products is the decking, so you want to get that information so that out there. That is something we're trying to push mm-hmm. to. Yes, going through that, uh, those motions, getting those sales increased, uh, different things of like that. Uh, obviously, getting new customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, since taking over the store, we do two events a year. We okay. have our contractor event, uh, which has grown in double from the first year that we did it. Awesome. And then we have a community event. I couldn't give you exact specifics on time, obviously, of year. I think we tend to focus September, August, mm-hmm. roughly, for the for the community event, which is a lot of fun. It's something I enjoy, getting to see those faces that come into your store all the time. And just relaxing and enjoying the moment with them yeah. uh, is, is important, too. Man. So those events, you have a Facebook page. Is that where people could find information for those events? Absolutely, okay. yes. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, you know... With COVID, so many things did change in supply chain and how long it takes to get things in. And, and so how are you finding, how are you having to be creative to work through those challenges? Well, it's made it a struggle a little bit. Obviously, I mentioned before about buying products and should we say selling them as well. When you're selling them for a certain amount or a certain price and then having to re, re-up on those in, mm-hmm. as far as inventory and, and paying what you were selling them for, it was difficult. Now, the times have changed a little bit. Prices have come down tremendously. I couldn't give you a, a percentage or a margin mm-hmm. on that. Uh, but what it has affected a little bit, it seems like jobs. Mm-hmm. There's not as many people doing it. And that seems across the board. So as far as deliveries, you don't have as many people driving trucks anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, inventory, as far as them having it, obviously leads to the deliveries, the, the trucks. Mm-hmm. Also, having people to pull the tickets to pull your items. So lead times a little bit mm-hmm. have gotten better as well. Obviously, during the pandemic, it was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's one of the stresses is going along as far as having people to be able to pull the tickets, to be able to have the items in stock. I mean, I've gone through it as well mm-hmm. with employees. We've yeah. gone through a few. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been challenging, but... Bought the business in 2020, and here you are, and it's, it's growing and it's moving. And so, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know? Something that 
maybe we've missed? Again, stressing of shopping local. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the true value of B&G means mm-hmm. to the community. Mm-hmm. Going through that and understanding that, being the owner and seeing it, I see that I, I, mm-hmm. as far as it you know, gears organizations, mm-hmm. uh, donations to schools, mm-hmm. donation to programs. Um, what something like that does for local, mm-hmm. I would I would stress that it is very important for Elizabethtown to have things like that around. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know how to stress it, maybe, mm-hmm. or to go through that. Uh, I I live it every day, mm-hmm. so it, it it is a slight challenge. At, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, just getting people to see the importance of it. So to, to support local businesses and in turn, those local businesses are supporting our community in mm-hmm. so many different ways. And the little league baseball team or, or yes. the gears event or whatever it is, like our local businesses are supporting our community. And, and so as you know, as there's people in our community need to continue to support that local. It's so important. So important. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you for I having me. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Well, this has been another episode of Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the businesses and organizations in the Elizabethtown area. Thank you so much for listening in. And thank you again to Daniel at Electronics Connect, who makes this podcast possible. Make sure you see him right on High Street for all your electronics repair needs. And once again, remember, support all things local.